Hi, this is Keisha. Welcome to the Face to Face podcast. Uh, so I wanted to interject a little something before I uh, allow you to jump into the next reading of the Mark Taylor Prophecy full circle. Um, there was a little something that uh, I had said at the end of our prayer time, and it really leapt out at me. Uh, I'm looking back at these in retrospect, and the, God had given me a vision of people inside little boxes, and they were lifting the lids and peeking out of their boxes, and, you know, just feeling like God is calling us to um, get out of the boxes that the enemy, because they're enemy design, the devil put us in boxes that God never intended for us to be in. And I believe that God is calling the church, he is calling his children out of hiding. He's asking us to let go of religious constraint. And he is asking us to let him out of the box in our lives, in our communities. He has awakened my heart to so much since last November because I simply asked him to continue to renew my mind. Um, I re-listened to uh, one of my podcasts, I believe it was recorded on November 5th, um, and it seems like that was about the time that God really shifted my paradigms in a big way. And that one is titled Renewing Your Mind. And I had genuinely come before God and asked him to continue to reveal himself to me in newer and deeper ways to take me out of fear and to fill me up with his love so that I could understand what he wanted me to understand. And I truly believe that that's what he has done because I ask that of him and it's only by his spirit. We have to stop letting people dictate what we believe and what we don't believe. And we need to start relying fully on the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all truth in many, many facets. So I would even encourage if you have not listened to that particular podcast yet, hop back and listen to that one. Um, I love how God is connecting the dots in everything that he has revealed to me and that he continues to reveal. And even through uh, these Mark Taylor um, prophecy readings and, you know, we were digging deep, we were in the word, we were researching and praying together for those, for those 21 days that we read those prophecies and it was such a spirit-filled experience, and I hunger and thirst for more of that. You know, I've I found that I have gained some perspective and have aligned with certain people, but I've also lost friends and lost acquaintances and have people that keep distance from me because of the way that I think now. And... Um, you know, but ultimately I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
I was blind, but now I see. And love is my motive. My love for God, my love for humanity is my motive. So onward and upward. All right. Enjoy. God bless. And I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Well, like I said, we're, we're back again tonight with uh, Mark Taylor's next prophecy. Um, this evening, we're going to be reading Full Circle. And this is dated October 19th of 2016. And I'm just going to start us out with Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. Amen. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'll start reading Full Circle, the prophecy titled Full, Full Circle. The Spirit of God says, Russia, that's right, Russia. I will use Russia, the United States of America and her allies, to take on the Fourth Reich called ISIS. For it has come full circle again. That's right, again. The New World Order is trying to rise and take its place, just like they did in World War II, using the Nazis. They will try again using ISIS. For this plague is spreading, but not for long, for they will be wiped out for their wrongs. For just as in World War II, America and her allies came in from the West and Russia from the East, so shall it be again to slay this so-called beast, and it will be brought down to the least. Some will say, why would I use Russia? Am I not the god of the cosmos? I will use anyone and any nation I choose, whether someone likes it or not. I will not be put in a box. The Spirit of God says the ties that were severed between America and Russia will begin to mend and they will take on the so-called Goliath and with one stone shall slay it and all those that are behind it. For it is not just ISIS they will fight, but the elite, the globalists, and the Illuminati, who will be exposed by my light. For they are an enemy to the world and my agenda. They shall fall with a mighty blow, so that my gospel will begin to flow. For they wear their flag as if it were a prayer shawl, so they will be taken down with my shook and awe. For freedom and liberty will begin to ring, and the people will begin to sing as healing and light come from my wings. My people rejoice and shout, for my gospel is coming and will go throughout all the earth. And all the nations will know that this is why my America was birthed. Amen. Amen. And I, I just wanted to point out that God had made it known to me that yesterday was actually <clears throat> um, the anniversary. Let me uh, pull it back up. 
So November 28th was the anniversary of the first meeting of the big three for the Grand Alliance, which was the United States of America, the Soviet Union, which is now known as Russia, and Great Britain. And they came together as a military alliance during World War II to bring down the <clears throat> the uh, German uh, Nazi regime. So I thought that that was pretty interesting that that God planned it so that we would be reading this prophecy um, mm -hmm. at basically the same time that that, that was being remembered. Um, right. I, I think that those kinds of uh, those kind of confirmations that God gives us are, are very, uh, they're very important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Russia and Great Britain were our allies um, during World War II when the Nazis were doing the horrible things that they were doing in Germany. Mm -hmm. And when we stepped up to the plate, uh, <clears throat> with with Great Britain and, and Russia at our side, then um, that was when we had the victory. Mm -hmm. So, so the fact that that this prophecy is is talking about how Russia will will align with the United States in order to bring down ISIS, I think that that's a pretty significant thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I, what I try to do, um, I do read through the prophecy before we go live, mm -hmm. um, but I don't try to research it too much before we go live, but what I do is when we read through it, I take notes on things that mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I need to look that up. I need to verify that. I need to research that. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, that's the way that we can test the word of God and we can mm. know, okay, this is, you know, when he wrote this, one of my questions is, okay, well, when did we learn about ISIS? When did we, you know, in regards to the timing of when this prophecy was given and, and when this was spoken and, and just different things about the timings. Um, mm -hmm. I just think it's huge to be able to, not only that, but for, for further understanding. Um, even for myself, I'm, I was not huge on history. And so even like writing down what happened that broke our ties with Russia, um, looking mm -hmm. at to what, what changed that um, relationship and um, right. all those kinds of things. I think those things are, at least in my mind, important to kind of look at and say, okay, you know, I want to have greater understanding of what you're speaking here, Lord, and what are the relationships, um, you know. Right. So, that's yeah. Huge. It is. It is because it there again, 
it's like we were talking about earlier how important it is for people to think for themselves mm -hmm. you know and that's that's why I I feel like it was it was important for us to emphasize as well you know that if people were going to tune in go ahead and pull these prophecies up for yourself pull this up for yourself read along because mm -hmm. there's there's something about you know you read and then the holy spirit will highlight things to you and you and you'll mm -hmm. do like you're doing oh wow i didn't realize that maybe i maybe i'd like to dig a little deeper into that or you know even the fact that god had pointed out to me today that it was the um it was the anniversary mm -hmm. of that alliance you know that they they came together those those three mighty nations came together to overpower mm -hmm. Hitler and his Nazi regime, you know, right. so just to, to see those, those truths, to see those, it kind mm -hmm. of solidifies to us. Yes, we're supposed to, we're supposed to walk by faith, but we're also supposed to exercise wisdom. Right. It's really, it's really no different than, you know, there again, you come back to, to Adam and Eve in the garden and Eve, <clears throat> Eve, I believe, from from what the Lord revealed to me, Eve was actually, she was actually functioning in a half-truth. Like, mm -hmm. she didn't, she wasn't the one who got the first-hand information. Right. It was Adam that got the first-hand information. So she was only functioning because when the, when the, when the serpent was questioning her right. and asked her, are you sure? Sure. Are mm -hmm. you sure that God said that? Because he knew her mm -hmm. weakness was the fact that she was not the one who had received the firsthand information. She had right. not received. So because of the fact that she didn't have firsthand information, mm -hmm. and in, instead of going to the source, which would have been, you know, we look at it and go, oh, well, I would have kind of said, well, you hold on yeah, a minute. I mean, I'm going to go talk to God. I was just thinking that when you were saying that. I'm like, why? <laughs> I wish she had verified and said, even, I'm going to talk to God about this and ask him. And yeah. I'm going to talk to God and get back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she was just willing to go along with, mm -hmm. with the whole scenario. And then it says um, in, okay, let me open it up because... Feel like this is important for some reason. Well, he turned her against her her source. Her source of truth is God, and he said, "Well, see, God doesn't want you to be like him." He turned right. her against against God. Um, yeah, and I'm see, thinking, well, <clears throat> holding something from me. Yeah, and that's why the serpent approached Eve and not Adam. Adam had the first hand information. The serpent knew that she did not. He knew mm -hmm. that she had a weakness. Yeah. And he says, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Garden, Neither shall you touch it lest you die. Right. So she added her own twist on it, which is not what God said. He never said right. not to touch it. Right, because what God actually said, let me flip back to that. Um, 
creation of man and woman. Where does it? Oh, of course, I can't find it now. I don't remember what part in two it actually was. Oh, here it is. It says, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. Okay. So this is what he mm -hmm. said. You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And so neither shall you touch it lest you die. She put that spin on it. And the way that the way that the serpent worded it when he presented it to Eve, because God had said to Adam, you know, that um, he said, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. So he basically said, you're free to eat of any tree you want. But I'm telling you not to eat of the, no the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So he gave mm -hmm. him permission to eat of any tree. And then the serpent puts a flip on it and says... You shall not eat of the fruit, or he says, you shall not eat of any tree of the garden. So he basically challenged her by putting right. a negative where God had put a positive. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just that slight, it's that slight of tongue mm -hmm. that the that the wise serpent knows how to do to us, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and then she puts the spin on it. And she Well, actually, she agrees with him. She says, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. So that shows you right there that she did not, and the enemy was just trying to get her to admit the fact that she did not have all the information she needed mm -hmm. in order to make a rightful, a right conclusion. And um, so then, instead of going to God and asking God what she should do, or getting that clarity, and what does she do? She says, or she turns and saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate. So she then made a, she made a decision based on her own senses. It looked good. Um, she knew it was to be desired to make one wise. She saw that it was good for food. It was a delight to the eye. So she was using her senses and her own, her own wisdom, which of course we already know that she was not functioning out of proper wisdom. Right. And she made a decision. And, and I believe that God would say, take it all the way back to the beginning. Take it all the way back. And you don't let anybody whisper in your ear, are you sure? Are you sure God said? Are you sure God said? You take it directly to God yourself. Right. Take it directly to him so that all these things, even these prophecies that we're reading, even these things that we're talking about, turn right to God and say, show me. God, what are you speaking? Show me. Show me truth. Reveal to me. Yeah. And he's faithful. He's faithful to do that. Yeah, because if there's someone who was living in perfection in the Garden of Eden, sin had not entered the picture yet. 
the fall had not happened yet and she could make mm -hmm. a mistake and she could be deceived. How much greater can we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care how long you've been a Christian, how well you know your Bible. I believe that any of us can be deceived at any time and that we have to live in constant communion with and in fellowship with the Lord in order to stay connected to the truth. And if, we ever, and if we ever look at a brother or sister that has strayed and say, mm. in judgment, how could they? Mm. We're living in pride and a lie in ourselves. Because every story in the Bible details great men of God falling short. Noah Absolutely. fell short. Abraham fell short. David mm -hmm. fell short. Every Paul fell short. Every man of God that, mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking the apostles that walked with Jesus, that knew who he was, fell short. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we have to say, okay, in my mind, it's tainted. There's some definite, I cannot rely on my own understanding. I right. need to wash everything through God and say, okay, what are you saying, Lord? Because emotionally right now, I'm feeling this. <laughs> and um, and so I need to get that in the right frame of mind, speaking with God, comparing it to his word, and he is faithful. He's been faithful to every person in the Bible, and he'll, he's going to continue yeah. because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. And so yeah. I think that there's... Even your spirit-filled believers, I and mean, the reason that the epistles were even written by the apostles was because of the fact that the church was still functioning out of their flesh in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. They were still immature. It's something we revert back to so easily. Yeah, and these were spirit-filled, mm -hmm. baptized believers following in Jesus Christ, the brand new church, it hadn't been tainted by the world yet, and they were still struggling in a lot of ways. Right. And, you know, so we, we just can't assume that we've got it all right all the time, or that we can just, we can even assume that another person has it right. Because mm -hmm. we're all fallible, and we're all, we're all mm -hmm. bound to make mistakes sometimes. Right. And, uh, we definitely, we definitely need to be plugged in to the spirit of truth and thinking for ourselves and um, mm -hmm. dissecting this stuff for ourselves. Because the, when you get a revelation for yourself, you can't live off of somebody else's revelation. You know, right. it's incredible to share these things with people, and I think it inspires people. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you can't. You can't right. live off of my revelation. You can't live off of Kim's revelation. You have to right. have a revelation of the word of God for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where it truly comes from. So I just, I encourage, I feel like somebody needed to hear this today. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, whoever you are, <laughs> I, I hope that uh, you will take the time to pull up these prophecies for yourself and dig in and ask God to show you the truth and be willing to be open-minded and allow him to show you the truth. 
Yeah. Even if even if it goes against the grain of the way that you've always done things, mm-hmm. allow God to show you the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because just like it, just like He says in in that in that in the prophecy, He says, "Am I not the God of the cosmos? Mm-hmm. I will use anyone and any nation I choose." whether someone likes it or not. I will not be And you know what? The first, you know, this is just something that came to mind when you read that. Whether you like it or not, as the body of Christ, sometimes we're the people that don't like it first. Oh, yeah. We live in such a judgmental, you know, look at Trump. You know, um, I was guilty of that in the beginning. I looked at uh-huh. that and saying, well, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils here. Not thinking that he was God's anointed because right. he can he can use anyone or any nation, whether you like it or not. Uh-huh. And so how careful we have to be to when something, when God speaks something or, or, or we see this movement, we say, okay, God, this isn't packaged the way I think it should be in this pretty little neat bow. But I'm pretty yeah. sure nothing in the Bible was ever packaged in a pretty neat bow. Jesus wasn't even born in the way that we thought he was going to be born. He wasn't delivered in the way we thought he was going to be delivered. Okay, exactly. nothing has ever worked out in the way man has ever thought it was going to be. So why would you uh, think it was going to work that way now? <laughs> it's exactly. almost like that uh, insanity. Like we keep doing the same thing over and over thinking that we're going to get a different result. We keep behaving the same way as a people thinking we're going to get a different result. We are not going yeah. to understand the ways of God apart from him. So when we abide yeah. in him, he reveals that to us. We say, you know what, this doesn't look the way I thought it should, but there's something about it that feels right. I know God's in it, so I'm going to keep pushing through, Lord, you know, mm-hmm. instead of immediately saying, no, I'm cut off from this because this doesn't look the way I thought it should look. And right. so yeah. I think that's something that the church needs to hear because, wow, that's so true. <laughs> it you is. know, nothing it is unpackaged the way the people yeah. God thought it was going to. Nothing. Yep. yep. I would have thought that God would have told Abraham to sacrifice his son. If right. I thought if I thought that the Lord told me that is that is Satan, get behind me. Uh-huh. He was obedient because he knew the Father and he knew, Okay, I'm being obedient here, Lord, and I'm trusting you that I know you're not gonna really lead me to this. But if you do, I'm in it. And yeah. God was faithful, and he provided yeah. the sacrifice. Yeah, and I think it, it does you know. say in the word that he was even, he had such faith in God in that moment that he believed that God would raise him from the dead. Like, yeah. he had full-on faith that, that if, if he made him go through with it. And there was something else that, that I just kind of thought of, too. He lived, Abraham actually lived in an era where the worship of Baal was... They sacrificed their children to this this God called Baal. And Mm -hmm. God was revealing himself as as a God of mercy Mm -hmm. so that he could break a mindset in Abraham and increase his allegiance and his faith to God. Mm -hmm. Because Abraham came from this mindset and came from this these traditions where you know, because the um, the Ten Commandments hadn't been put into place yet. None of that stuff had been birthed yet. 
Right. So Abraham, his faith was was increased in the God of mercy and the God of love and the God who would provide the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it it changed. It changed his relationship with God to a whole new level when God revealed himself in that way to him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's powerful. That's powerful. And I'll mm-hmm. often, I often will remind myself that I serve the God who sent the Savior of the world to be birthed through a 14-year-old unwed girl. Mm-hmm. And the, the first and people that were to recognize him as king were mm-hmm. shepherds who were the lowest of the low and magi who were basically like, you know, what we would consider new age people. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays. Sorcery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so, you know, I'll remind myself of that. And then I'll say, God, please don't let me miss it. Don't let me get oh, so yeah. caught up in religion that I miss it. Don't let yeah. me get so caught up in my, in my, my, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in anything too outside of, you know, the church and then miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to be so caught up and so bound up by religion that I miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to say something that recently, I just can't believe, and maybe others deal with this, like learning about the second coming of Christ Mm -hmm. and and, um, what we call the end times, the antichrist. Um hearing that I thought of and it may be but I thought of Antichrist as a person right oh the Antichrist but Antichrist (laughs) it's a society (laughs) that we live in that is anti against Christ yeah and so it's a spirit it's a it's not it's you know I'm thinking of Okay, who's the antichrist? Who is he? You know, show me who he is. I talk with my hand way too much here. Um, who is he? Show me. <laughs> <laughs> I am part Italian. I might look Irish totally, but I am Italian. I'm all over. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I just got that revelation recently that when, I think it was even the news media, something about antichrist, and I was like, oh, uh, antichrist yeah. is, is it's against it's against, and right. we're definitely facing a day and age that is a day and age that is leaning more and more anti-Christ because it's just not exactly. a friendly um, way to approach other people's uh, views and opinions. It's just yeah. anti-living <laughs> against right. Christ and his word. Well, and and it says in Second John, it made me think of the scripture as you were talking. It says in Second John um, one, because there is only one. <laughs> it's in Second John one, um, and it says, uh, "I'm going to start in six. And this is love that we walk according to His commandments." This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourself mm-hmm. so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. 
Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in this teaching has both the Father and the Son. So, it's the, it says such a one is the deceiver and the Antichrist. So it can be anyone. Any, right. Who is not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's against. It's against. And right. we're definitely facing a day and age that is a day and age that is leaning more and more anti-Christ because it's just not exactly. a friendly um, way to approach other people's uh, views and opinions. It's just yeah. anti-living <laughs> against right. Christ and his word. Well, and it's and it says in Second John, it made me think of this scripture as you were talking. It says in Second John um, 1, because there is only one. <laughs> it's in Second John 1. Um, and it says, uh, da, da, da. I'm going to start in 6. And this is love that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourself mm -hmm. so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in this teaching has both the Father and the Son. So it's the, it says such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. So it can be anyone Any, right. who is not following the commandments of God. And of course, he's there again. He talks about it being, you know, love. This is mm -hmm. the commandment, just as you've heard from the beginning, that we would love one another. And if anyone isn't walking in that, then they're the antichrist. So, so basically, anybody that's not functioning in Christ-like love, He's saying mm -hmm. it's, it's functioning out of mm -hmm. an antichrist spirit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not quite sure why that revelation just came to me, but it was like, I think I was just delivered of something I was told. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, antichrist is a person. We're watching for the antichrist. We're watching for yeah. the wrong thing. Because antichrist, just like what you just read there, is anyone who's against the word of God, who's not operating in the, the word of God. I'm not operating in love. Um, so, I mean, that's huge. That's yeah, huge. that is, because then you got people who are living like the devil, but watching for the Antichrist. Right, right. You know? Yeah. You know? That's a huge deception, too. When we don't know mm -hmm. the Word of God, of course, it's easy to have other people deceive us. There right. again. Just like Eve, you know, not mm -hmm. not hearing for herself, thinking, well, yeah, he said not to touch it, even, or I'll die twisting the word of God because we're not in it. Someone could try to twist the word of God, right. but if we've been in the word and we know the word, we can say, no, uh, that is not what the, the word of God says. But right. if it's not, if we're relying on someone else's interpretation, how quickly, like Eve, we can be led astray and deceived or add to or take away from something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're so right. And she walked she walked in the garden every day yeah. with God. Right. She got to she got to be face, face to, to face, face with him 
and was still deceived. And that should that should give us a humility as believers right. to recognize How that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that not everything that, that comes against us is necessarily, you know, that the enemy will lull us into deception. Right. By us looking at something with our senses and going, Oh, this Thinking looks fine. Mm-hmm. This is this is good. This is good. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to harm me, and so let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, let's that's let's good. pray. Let's pray because yeah. this is this is good. This mm-hmm. is good. Lord, I thank you so much for these spirit-filled conversations. I thank you, Lord, for the way that you are inspiring us individually as we're we're doing we're reading these prophecies each day that we're individually seeking your face and digging into the word and and learning new things like yeah i've i've learned so many new things over Mm -hmm. the past couple of weeks just because i'm researching and i'm digging and i'm you know i'm i'm listening to things that i wouldn't typically listen to and God, I'm just so thankful for the way that you would use things like this in order to expand our ability to take in knowledge. And Lord, I just ask that you would, you would bless those at the sound of my voice who Mm -hmm. find themselves stirred, Mm -hmm. that they find themselves looking around and just kind of feeling like they've outgrown this box that they're living in. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that they they desire to give them the courage to take the cover off the box and to step out. Kind of like Peter mm-hmm. stepped out of the boat, Lord. Help us to step out of our boxes. Help mm-hmm. us to, to step out into the, the wind and the waves and the scary things around us, Lord. Knowing that we can walk on the water with you. We can. We can walk on the water with you and we'll be okay. But if we slip, if we stumble, if the waves look a little intimidating, you're always going to reach out your hand and you're going to you're going to retrieve us. We're not going to get swept away. Mm-hmm. That you are you are there for us. You never leave us nor forsake us and that you are there for us as we embark on the adventure with you that we would put one foot in front of the other with you, that we Mm -hmm. would learn and grow and be willing to expand. They say that that we use such a small percentage of our brain. There's so Mm -hmm. much of our brain that has been unexplored. Lord, start to open up those neural pathways in us, that as we we Mm -hmm. step out of these boxes that society has created or the church has created for us, that you would open up the neural pathways in our brain so that we can actually receive information, hear from you more clearly. And Lord, I even believe that there are the way that the gifts are meant to flow in the church, that you're doing a new thing in your people, in your body. You are going to do a new thing so that even flowing in the gifts is going to look more like Jesus did. When he walked mm-hmm. the earth, mm-hmm. he didn't have to shout out the demons. He didn't mm-hmm. have to do all these, all these things. He would just touch somebody 
-hmm. He would just say the word go and the demons would flee. Lord, Mm -hmm. I believe that you are going to bring us into a place where we can operate on a higher frequency. We're going to be closer to the frequency of heaven in the days ahead in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for that. I thank you that as we watch and wait and learn and grow, that we are just going to receive more and more and more and more of you. And that's the goal. That's the goal. We just want to be closer to you, Jesus. We just want to be aligned with you in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the work you're doing, Lord. Thank you for shattering the box that we have functioned in, mm-hmm. Lord, individually and corporately that we've functioned in for so long. That. Lord, you are a big God, and sometimes we don't, we don't see it that way. We see how big our enemy is. But, Lord, we need to see through your eyes how big you are and how, how small the enemy really is. Yes, Lord. And so, Father, I believe that you are breaking down strongholds, mindsets, uh, generational things, religious things. Lord God, you are breaking that down in your church Lord, you are calling your people out to a day where, Lord, we will boldly come before you, that we will take ground that we have so easily given up, that we will take our righteous place, Lord God, through you, through Christ, Lord. We will take a stand, a stand that we have failed to do in years past, and we will begin to see a move of God like never before. We will begin to see your mighty hand touching people, changing lives, delivering people, Lord God, delivering from addiction, from bondage, from prostitution, from slavery, Lord, sex slavery, trafficking. Father, you have already shown what you're doing, the doors you've cracked open. But, Father, you're going to begin to open the floodgates and expose things like never before. And so I thank you for that, Lord God, that you are the God who restores. You are righteousness. And that this nation will kneel before you. That all man will kneel before you. And so I thank you, Father. Begin to stir up in us, Lord, this understanding of who you really are. That you are Mm. great and mighty. And we are not this frail, weak people. But, Father, that image I see of Trump standing with a lion behind him. That's all of us. That's all of us who stand in your name, Lord God. We aren't these meek little sheep. But we are sheep that are have a big old lion behind us and you are roaring you are roaring and the enemy is shaking and so i ask that you continue to shake the the strongholds of the enemy and shaking his um dominion and darkness and that it will fall and that your light will shine forth lord yeah thank you father and i thank you for this prophetic word tonight that you are restoring and mending relationships you are a God who restores, who restores relationships, Lord. You are about restoration. And so, Father, I speak, I hold this prophecy, and I speak for it to come forth, that that bond between Russia and America to be bonded, to work together for the greater good of your kingdom, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, and that you would open our spiritual eyes like like you did when Elisha 
was surrounded. Mm-hmm. He was surrounded by the army, and they were bearing down on him. And his eyes were open to see that the ones that were for him were greater than the ones Amen. that were against him. Lord, let us Amen. see that in the spirit. Give your yeah, people Lord. a vision of that in the spirit so that we can rise up in boldness. Yeah, that we Lord. would have that holy boldness because we know that the one that is for us is greater greater by far than the one that is against us Mm -hmm. thank you lord thank you lord i know you're gonna do that i know you're gonna reveal yourself to us in a Mm -hmm. mighty way in the days ahead and i'm so thankful for that yeah thank you lord thank you lord amen Mm. that's good yeah that's good he is he is he is going to call us out of those little boxes. Like I, when I was praying, I saw in the spirit, I saw like these rows and rows and rows of these black boxes and people were just had the lid up and they were peeking mm-hmm. their eyes out of these boxes. And I just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, that was, that was the church. Yeah. That was the church. Like the church is just peeking out of their little boxes. They're all safe in their little boxes. You know, mm. but God's, God's asking us to have the boldness to take the lid off and step out, yeah. step out and trust that he is going to lead us and guide us. Amen. 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 Mm. Well, yet again, a good time in prayer. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that wraps up this, yeah. this uh, segment. For tonight but uh we will be back again tomorrow with the next prophecy and whatever amazing things that the lord is speaking amen, amen. i love the adventure so <laughs> <laughs> but thank All you guys right. for taking this adventure with us absolutely all right we love you all have a good night and we'll see you tomorrow good night <laughs>